0: Well, today is Easter Sunday, so first of all, a very happy Easter to all of you, and I hope that you're having a great day where you are, and I hope that this will be a day of great excitement and encouragement to you. Um, Now, what are we going to talk about this morning? Because we need to talk about something. Today's title is The Treasure of Easter, The Treasure of Easter. Treasure. When you think about treasure, what do you think about? Piles of money, loads of riches, emeralds and jewels and things like that. Perhaps it's something like the film of Pirates in the Caribbean, where the pirates are coming after and collecting treasure, and you see treasure in boxes, and treasure troves is the word that's used, all sorts of gold and riches. Is that the sort of thing you think about? Often when it comes to treasure, people are looking for treasure because they want something that will change their lives. If they can have that much riches, then that is gonna enable them to live. And so people are on the lookout for treasure. What sort of treasure are you looking for? What is it that you're seeking for in your life? So many people these days, they like to seek for treasure, even today. Today, it's like we're gonna do the lottery in the hope that we're gonna win all of that money so that our lives will be better. What sort of treasure are you looking for? Today, we're gonna look at three headings. First of all, the excitement of treasure. The excitement of treasure. And you know what? There's two things about treasure. First of all, there's the fact of knowing it's out there. You know, the whole idea of having a treasure map, there's your treasure map, and on it is an X that marks the spot where the buried treasure is. There's something that's really exciting to think, wow, I don't know where the treasure is, but this map is gonna help me to find it. There's some way of knowing that there's treasure there and I'm gonna go seeking for it. There's partly the excitement of actually knowing it's out there, and then there's the excitement of actually discovering it. In films, they usually have a large chest. And as the chest, the heavy oak chest is opened, or the locks are undone and the chest is open, inside there's jewels and emeralds and pearls and, of course, lots and lots of gold coins. That's always the symbol, it seems to me, of treasure. And there's an abundance of it. But you know what? Sometimes there's cases where there's treasure and people didn't even really know about it. There's a story which goes right back to the 80s. In the 80s there was this lady, she went to the West Middlesex uh, Hospital in London and there she bought what she thought was a piece of costume jewellery. Something, a ring, had a nice size to it, she liked it. And you know what, she wore that ring virtually every day for the next 30 years. Just getting the enjoyment out of the ring that she bought for £10. But it wasn't until 2017 when somebody saw the ring and said, Hang on a second, you better have that checked out. She did have it checked out, she had it valued by Sotheby's, and it turns out that this ring that she thought was costume jewelry that she'd been wearing for 30 years turns out to be a 27 carat diamond, and the valuation at Sotheby's was 300,000. It actually sold at auction for 650,000. There was somebody who had treasure, but they really didn't know the value of the treasure they'd got even though it was right in front of their eyes there's something about there's something exciting about treasure point 2 trevor treasure not trevor treasure discovered <laughs> i'm not talking about trevor this morning what about the treasure of easter we want to turn our attention back to nearly 2000 years in fact over 2000 years ago And back in the area of Judea in Palestine, people were looking and waiting for the Messiah. They were waiting for this special one to come, this one that had been promised in Scripture who was going to come and help them, and indeed was going to enable them to have freedom and to have a kingdom of their own. And I want to look at three people who each discovered treasure, but really they didn't understand its value. First of all, first of all, there was the chief priest. The chief priest, his name was Caiaphas. Jesus had been arrested and been brought in front of Caiaphas, Caiaphas for some questioning. And it says in Mark fourteen sixty one and 2, it says, But Jesus was silent and made no reply. Then the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on his clouds of glory. Caiaphas had questioned Jesus and had discovered that Jesus himself was saying I am the Messiah and yet even though this was the one they were looking for Caiaphas couldn't receive that in his own heart. In fact he just felt that Jesus was some sort of blasphemer that he was just a zealous impersonator. That was the chief priest Caiaphas. Then there was Pilate Pilate was the Roman procurator of Judea. It was his job to keep law and order across the whole area. He didn't enjoy it. He didn't have a good relationship with the Jewish people. In actual fact, he didn't live in Jerusalem. He lived in Caesarea. But because it was Passover, and because there was usually a lot of tension around that time, he had come down to Jerusalem to make sure that everything ran smoothly in the town. And then there was all this uproar about this man Jesus. And Jesus is brought to Pilate, And Pilate has a chance to ask him some questions. And he asks him this question. Are you king of the Jews? Jesus answered, it says in John 28. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. Pilate said, so you are a king? Jesus responded, You say I am a king, actually I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognise what I say is true. So Pilate had it confirmed that Jesus was a king and that he was here to tell the truth. And yet all that Pilate could say in return is, what is truth? As though he had no understanding of Jesus or his kingdom. And then thirdly, there was the centurion. This was a man, a Roman army officer, who was in charge of a hundred men. And it seems like he'd been given the task of being at the crucifixion. And again, of overseeing and probably making sure there was no violence or trouble from everyone while they crucified Jesus. There he is. He's standing in front of Jesus, who is hanging on the cross. And he hears Jesus cry out his last breath. And the centurion says, surely, surely this man was the Son of God. It had taken Jesus' death for this centurion to start to see the treasure that actually was Jesus. He was the Son of God. Now each of these people had discovered something. They discovered some treasure about Jesus, but they didn't understand its true value. And whatever discoveries they had made, in effect, everything was counted as worthless Because this Messiah, this King, this Son of God was now buried in a tomb, put in a stone tomb, and actually a large rock was rolled in front of the doorway so that it was closed. And many who were looking for treasure in Jesus at that time gave up their search. But you know what? We should continue looking. So there's the excitement of treasure. Treasure discovered. And my third point is this treasure revealed. Let me take you to this scene. It's the first light and it's on Sunday, the first morning of the week. There were strange happenings in the tomb of Jesus. An angel had come down and rolled back the stone to show that Jesus had gone. Why? Because he wasn't dead. He has risen and he had risen from the grave. Now this is amazing because all his disciples, they had been waiting, but now they were in grief But now suddenly Jesus was coming and introducing himself to them and they were excited to see this living, risen Jesus who had risen from the dead. Treasure revealed riches beyond measure. Jesus showed by rising from the dead that even death had no hold on him. The life that Jesus came to give is greater than the authority that death has over us. Jesus was a perfect sacrifice, and that was sufficient before God to forgive all of our sins and to make us right with him. Because mankind had sinned and gone his own way, we had been separated from God. But God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to rescue us, to be our perfect sacrifice, so that as we trust in him, We not only have forgiveness of our sins, but we receive from Jesus the ability to live life to the full, to live life over the authority of death, to live life in freedom. And indeed, all that God has is given to us through Jesus. Jesus really was the Messiah, the sent one from God to come and help us. He really was the king who came to give us an everlasting kingdom, a kingdom which cannot be shaken, which at times like this has real relevance to us because we know with the shakings that are going on around us, we need to be in this kingdom and to be established in this kingdom so that we have strength in this kingdom. But he came not only to give us those things, as Jesus, as God's only son, he freely came to give up his life on the cross so that our sin could be completely forgiven and wiped away so that we might have a new relationship with God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 in the New Living Translation says this, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we might be made right with God through Christ. And 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9 says this, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that through his poverty you might become rich. There is a sense of the treasure of Easter that is displayed through Jesus Christ. And I said that there was a thrill in knowing about treasure, knowing that it's there and then discovering the treasure itself. I want to ask you a question. Have you discovered the priceless treasure of knowing Jesus Christ for yourself? Have you discovered the freedom that only he can bring from your sins so that there is no guilt? You know that guilt that comes in our hearts that says like, oh, should I go this way if I give everything up? Is that really the right way? You know that by surrendering to him and allowing his life to come into you, his life has power over the things that bring death to you, the things that bring destruction to you. His life has the ability to raise you up so that you might have freedom and security with him. John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. The treasure of Easter is the gift of Jesus Christ. The treasure, and it is a true treasure, that treasure is so abundant, the riches of that treasure will affect your life forever. But there's a question. Will you search for that treasure? Will you reach out for that treasure? Will you find that treasure and make it your own? It's only a question you can ask, but I want to pose it to you on this Easter Sunday. The day is the day of salvation. Why don't you make this day a day when you give your life to Jesus and when you find the riches of his treasure this Easter time? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for Easter Day. We want to thank you that you came to set us free from our sins. We want to thank you that it's because you loved us and you cared for us that you sent your Son for us. Thank you that he gave up the riches of heaven that we might receive his riches here on earth. Thank you for the treasure that we find in knowing your Son. Father, we ask for help. We ask for mercy. We ask for grace. We ask for your glory and your presence to help us and to lead us and to guide us so that each and every day we might receive his life, the life of Jesus in us, so that we might live this life on earth to its fullness. We ask for your help in that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, happy Easter to you. God bless you. And may he go with you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Bromley Town Church. You are always welcome to visit us on a Sunday morning or... Join us again for more messages here online. You can also stay connected with us at www.bromleytownchurch.com.